Welcome, everybody, to Throwback to School, the podcast where we review things we liked in high school. We look at them, we listen to them, we view them, we talk about them, and we're like, do we like this or do we not like this? Uh, we is me, Liza, one of your co-hosts, and uh, virtually joining me these days is also co-host the other we me andrew whoop whoop the crowd is obsessed whoa calm down whoa whoa whoa. (laughs) all these people are running into the room we're supposed to be doing this virtually they're throwing their bras at us no Ah, no my eye come on come on don't you see the the wedding ring i'm married ladies come on come on I'm not married. Send me all your bras. Send the bras to Liza, <laughs> uh, care of Throwback to School. Um, if you have any bras that you've been waiting to mail to somebody, um, just mail them to Liza. For the same size, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if not, I'll just hang them. Yeah, you'll Look hang them. There'll be decorations for your your very nice home. Do people still do that, you think? Hang bras? <laughs> As I don't decorations. know. People do circles however they want. No, I like concerts. Like you know how it was like a a thing, thing to that throw they your did underwear, for, like, the Beatles or whatever, or maybe the Rolling Stones in the sixties and seventies. Do you think that's still a thing? Do you think that happened to the Beatles? It feels like the Beatles are too like nice for like them to throw. Like I know but women you, like scream. The videos, yeah, the the videos of like the young women like just screaming at the top of their lungs. But it like, feels almost like too G rated. Like, they feel too G rated, even though I know they got into some psychedelics, baby. Um, well, but I think back then it was, it was like rock. Like you know, shaking your hips was like, whoa, man. Especially I just for women. Yeah, I don't know. It it feels it feels wrong. Like I it doesn't feel correct that the Beatles had underwear thrown at them, but it does feel more like a Rolling Stones yeah. thing. I guess. I don't know. I think it's things I've heard, but I don't know if they're real and I don't know if uh the the occurrence still occurs with like what would be the equivalent? Uh, I mean, people the still wear underwear. Harry styles. I mean, yeah, people still wear underwear and they wear them when they go to concerts. So I assume that if the practice yeah, is still but in play. That's not the question. <laughs> the question is not, do people still wear underwear? What are people wearing these days? <laughs> the question is, what band would one throw their underwear Ooh, in rock okay. to? Harry Styles? Harry Styles for sure. I I bet one uh one D, the one D guys all get one D get some undies thrown at them, <laughs> for sure. Um, or uh, K-pop stars, or is that too? I feel like the K-pop and J-pop, that's too PG. I well, mind. I feel like the 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 um, and I am speaking as an Asian person. I'm speaking for the entire culture. Um, it feels. I guess like it's like because um, Asian like in general like the like uh, especially like I'm only speaking from the experience of of Japanese culture. It's a little more conservative in that way. So I I feel like it would be much rarer. I could be totally wrong and like it just could be like you know uh, the whatever uh, whatever K-pop group that I can't think of. I know there's a big one whose name I can't think of right now. Um, they uh, may just have like a warehouse full of, of bras and panties. <laughs> Meticulously labeled and arranged from like, like the warehouse. date. Yeah. <laughs> we need some bras and panties from, uh, May 13th of 2019. Do you have anything in that? Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They're arranged by color and size. Ah, <laughs> I was thinking more like autobiographical. Um, are we? What are we doing today, Andrew? Oh, good are we question. talking about bras and undies for we're now? We're talking about bras and panties for a whole hour. Um, we're talking about which... When I was in high school, I did wear underwear. And that, I still like that, them. Um, good to know, I guess. Um, <laughs> I also wore underwear in high school. Um, what? Liza, what we're talking about today is a playlist I put together 
Ooh. Um, you got me thinking and you got me thinking in the last episode we were talking about pink and you were talking Ooh. about um singles, you know, like oh yeah one-off songs, things like that. And so what it got me thinking about was songs from high school uh-huh. that I bought uh, this whole CD of. Like I I know singles existed, but these are specific. These are songs that I heard one song and I was like, gotta get the whole album. I don't care, like I don't know what the rest <laughs> of it sounds like. So these are the particular songs that made me buy an entire album and then maybe didn't like the rest of the album. Oh, even wow. though I you liked were the one a gambler. Song. Yeah, I for sure get whoa. Scotty. <laughs> Scotty just got home and he came running down. Um, so that's this playlist. A lot of some of them maybe one hit wonders. Mm. Some of them maybe uh bands that went on to do bigger things, but these are yeah, this is that collection All of songs. Right. Liza, are you ready to to hear the songs? Yes. Okay, and I'm also wondering how many of these songs you'll be able to recognize and if you'll know any of these bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see which category I put them in. Okay, so here we go. Song number one. I guarantee this will be very embarrassing for me because these songs are probably not. This is oh, also. I heard this. I was um, trying to think of songs that I don't listen to anymore either. You don't listen to this anymore? What? the shadows on your So moody. I was a moody kid. And adult. I continue to be. Continue to be a moody kid. I know the song, but I cannot place the band. It's it is totally understandable. It, the name of the band is The Calling. Oh. The name of the song is Wherever You Will Go. This feels like a mainstay of the time. Um, yeah, it feels like also it might have been in a like Mandy Moore rom com, Running Under the Rain, sad. It does. It, movie. It doesn't feel like it'd be the rainy, moody part, but more like the, the maybe like the the boy like figured out the thing he did wrong and is like going running back to mm. to get Mandy Moore. The the remorse scene. The remorse scene, yeah. <laughs> I've heard enough, Liza. Have you heard enough? Oh yeah. Okay. Oh oh yeah. <laughs> What else was on that album? A bunch of songs that sounded like that. Oh. And you do have you listened to it since no. then? No, these are all songs truly um there's few exceptions on this on this playlist, but I tried to find stuff that I have not listened to since. You heard that and you bought the whole album? The entire thing, yeah. Oh my goodness. This is, the band is Fuel, and the song is Hemorrhage, parentheses, In My Hands. You've played this before. I don't think I have. You don't think so? That title sounds really familiar. Oh, maybe. Wait a minute. It's it's possible that I've just played another dumb parenthetical title song. (laughs) Because there, there are plenty of those. Um, this song is is uh, bad. I don't know this at this all. This song's bad. I don't remember that. It's bad? It's bad. I'm saying uh, objectively this is a bad song. But you liked it. You you, you recognized you liked it at the time for... I know I liked it because I bought the entire album from this song. Yeah. But do you think you liked it because of the moodiness or because it was popular or what? I probably like the sound. I mean, like, this was a time also when I was listening to a lot of, like, what I thought was, like, metal. Mm. Not a lot, <laughs> but, like, what what is, like, you know, considered pop music that I was like, whoa, this is heavy stuff. <laughs> Sorry. I feel like by now people should know you enough to understand how ridiculous that sounds. Hey. <laughs> like, I didn't know you in high school, and I can tell that, like, you were not a metal kid. I thought I was. I mean, like, I not sure. like not like a metal kid, but like a kid who liked metal. I was metal adjacent. Yeah, you you 
thought you were metal as much as I thought I was like a skater punk. A skater punk. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's move on. This song also is bad. Now this is a band I have listened to since. None of these bands so far have done things since then. They are definitely one-hit wonders. I didn't realize Fuel had done a song that is, like, their biggest hit was before that song. I just didn't recognize it at the time. I can't stand to fly. Another parenthetical song, by the way. Superman, parent parentheses, it's not easy. <laughs> It's not easy to be Superman, or... Yeah, this song is, it's from the... I think it's supposed to be from the POV of Superman. I, okay. Okay. If Liza, Superman or Clark Kent were singers... <laughs> That's not the voice I would picture in my head for that. Have you heard any of these Superman actors singing, Liza? I'm talking Tom Welling. I'm talking Henry Cavill. No, Brandon but they Ralph, would sound like... Christopher Reeves. No, but I don't think they would sound like that. Could be. I mean, you a lot of people who you think wouldn't sound like... Try to sound like Eddie Vedder or sound like Eddie Vedder when they sing. So, oh. so think about it. <laughs> Any of them could sound like this. Wait, so who is this? Five for Fighting is the name of this band. Five for Fighting. Five for Fighting. That's a terrible band name. It is. I think it's like a hockey reference. Oh. <laughs> that makes it worse? Yeah. <laughs> She's blood, flesh and bone. She's touch, smell, sight, taste, and sound. Is this, uh, what was his name? That anything should happen. What's his name? Uh, it it sort of sounds like, uh, Gautier. Remember that song that came out a couple years ago? God, Gautier? Yeah. There's somebody that I used to know. This also sounds like it would be in a this Hannah in, Montana This was in a movie. ton of movies. I, or like in Veronica Mars even. Like it just sounds like something. Or the OC. Any of those. It feels like it would be in a scene. In Veronica Mars, it'd be used in a scene where she's like flashing back to a time where she was like hanging out with the people she didn't like. Yeah, one of the like filtered blue. Yeah, to kind of like underscore. She has like a long wig and she's like happy or whatever. Yeah, but it's like underscoring like how vain she was at the time. And like this song is sort mm. of like bubblegum pop in that way. That's sort of like yeah. surface level. God, these songs are all very like corny. Yeah. <laughs> But like Are I do surprised? like the, I do like the sound of this song. Like I would, I see why I like this one. Uh huh. What was the name of the album for this? Oh, the name of the album. Um, let's find out. Spotify, help me out here. It is. I think it's self-titled. Uh, oh. Tal Tal Backman is the name of the artist. Towel Backman? Towel Tal Backman, yeah. Towel Backman. Towel Backman. T O W E L B A C K M A N. You're right. Shoot, they didn't they didn't recommend a name change for that? No, he's just that was the yeah, that, that's, that's the name change he chose. Yeah, his his real name is Tal Backman, which is T A L B A C H M A N. I'm looking on Wikipedia, that's Boring. his real name. And but they his were like, agent what? was like, you need a stage name. How hey, about Towel Backman? Hey, Towel Babe. What do you think about Towel Backman, babe? <laughs> what is that? <laughs> I'm his agent, Dennis Miller, babe. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's go to the next song, huh? Yeah. 
Oh, this is a song I still listen to. I don't know why I put this on here. I do still like this song. Yeah, that's, uh... Not a, not a parenthesis to be seen in this song. This is just Save Tonight by Eagle Eye Cherry. Eagle Eye Cherry. It was like, what's the name of that freaking band? It has like a bunch of words smushed together. It has a bunch of words smushed together. The Polyphonic Spree. <laughs> this is good. Like this is, I mean, it's like of the time, but yeah. also like kind of a classic. This is a good road trip song, too. Yeah. Okay, young Andrew, you had some taste, my friend. One out of 15 so far. (laughs) All right, let's do this one. What is the rest of the album? That's the only thing I know from this. I don't remember the rest. I remember not liking it, but. It could have just been I was expecting more Save Tonight and instead got a uh, reserve the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, God. That's like what they play at bars at the end of the night. So funny, right? Bad. I'm sorry. This is bad. I really liked Semisonic. I have to say, I may For listen more, to more than just this. Yeah, I may listen to more Semisonic later. Uh oh. Uh oh. I'm gonna close down some bars tonight to closing time. <laughs> They're already closed. Good. Then I can just go and play this outside in a boombox. And not like have a say anything style. Yeah, and not have a drop of alcohol. Wow. So you think this is bad? Yeah, I mean it doesn't really have any substance. The singer isn't great, and it sounds like it's like picking up, but then it just goes back to closing time. Well, I Liza, I'd love to welcome our guests onto the show, <laughs> Semisonic. Yay! Oh, no, they just walked out. Oh, no. Oh, they no. heard what you said. If only you were full Sonic. Oh, that would have been great. If they could be full Sonic. Okay. Okay. Ooh, ooh. Some early 2000 beats. Turn it inside out so I can see ya. See ya. Yeah, yeah. Do you remember her from her Buffy episode? I recall the song, but I don't. She remember. sang a different song, but there was an episode of Buffy where the, uh, she was playing at the Bronx. Mm-hmm. In fact, what do I call that song? It might be. I, I did buy this CD based on this song. I really I Did you buy this CD because you had seen her on Buffy? No, I had not seen I didn't see Buffy until like well after high school. Oh, okay. Uh, so this is the song that she sang when she was on Buffy. No, it's not. Hang on, wait. It's this one. <laughs> It's this one. Sorry, sorry, sorry. This is a Michelle Branch podcast now. Is that the name of her? Michelle Branch? Yeah. Oh. Of all the things I believed in. I think, like, we're listening to this, we're seeing her perform, and I believe that, like, Buffy and Spike are, like, dramatically making out in the alley. Oh, it's a leader on one. Yeah, behind the club, behind the Bronx. The bronze, sorry. Oh, 
very uh, of the time. Yeah. God, I haven't listened to Michelle Branch in a long time. I may also pull up some Michelle Branch later. Oh, no. Poor oh, Jillian. Oh, no. What? I bet Jillian likes this. She would. It I bet Jillian like likes see. And she likes me. I guess. And she's going to like me even more when I start playing these sweet jams from the kitchen. All right. We've we've reminisced with Buffy. Let's get to the next song. You're going to hate this for sure. I can... I'm already feeling it. It sounds familiar. Oh, God. (laughs) You've played that, too. No, there's no way. It sounds familiar. Where else would I have heard it? I don't know. Your own personal CD collection, maybe. Never. Would you believe that I bought this CD for this song and didn't like the rest of it? Can you believe it listening to this okay, song? So this, to me, like, this is the type of music that's like, it's like, you know how there's like branded and then generic version of things? <laughs> you mean like a, like you get like a generic type of medication instead of like the brand name? Yeah, or cereal, or yeah. Instead know, of getting like whatever, instead of getting like Nyquil, you can get like Kroger branded sleep aid. Yeah, or like instead of Swedish Fish, you can go to Trader Joe's and get Scandinavian swimmers. Yes. Uh, well, yeah. What are you What are you getting this, at, Liza? This is like what I picture, like the generic version of a mashup between U two and the Food Fighters. Ew. You don't like that? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know why that, like, the combination of those two bands made me feel, like, disgusted. That's how I feel listening to it. So, you're welcome. You two and the Foo Fighters. <laughs> or, like, you two and Pearl Jam or... Do you think Foo Fighters and Pearl Jam are the same band? Yes. Oh. <laughs> They're liked by the same people. So. I don't think so. I mean, yes. I'm sure there's some people who like both those bands, but I don't think like it's a like a, a circle overlapping the same circle of like Venn diagram. I, uh, if not, then it's like a really slim crescent moon on each side. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, let's go to the next song. <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> Me too. Okay. I think this is another song that ended up in a lot of movies. This doesn't know if it wants to be a beach band or Foo Fighter. Okay, I don't, I generally, generally don't think you know who the Foo Fighters are, maybe? Is, <laughs> like, I, I will, I will grant you that the last band, there's maybe some parallel that you can draw between the Foo Fighters. This, I, I, I'm genuinely concerned that, like, your ears don't. <laughs> don't work like they're supposed to if you think like hmm this song fine we'll have fighters. to play some Foo Fighters uh, for the, the price prize or something <laughs> looking it up right now I you know what I like this song I I see why I liked it and I like it again you would like this this is up your alley yeah Can I, 
Let's go to the next one. I would swallow my pride, I would choke on the rhymes, but the lack thereof would leave me empty inside. Swallow my doubt, turn it inside out, find nothing but faith in nothing. Wanna put my tender heart in a blender, watch it spin round to a beautiful oblivion. Rendezvous, then I'm through with you. Eve 6, by the way. Inside Out. It sounds like it would be great on uh, Guitar Hero. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know what? Liza, I agree with you. A rare agreeance between the two of us. Yes. Finally, we've Wait, become friends again. Can I do this without, I'm going to see if I can do this without stretching out the headphones too much. Hang okay. on. Okay. He is practicing his dance moves. Oh, it's a wave. Oh, wow. Those dance moves are beautiful. Oh, look at you. You guys are missing out. Guitar hero guitar. You hear that clicking on the microphone. Ooh, that's reminiscent. I see why I like this in high school. I don't like it as much today. For the songs that you said you like now and you're going to revisit, would, are you going to listen to the full albums again? Mm, no, probably not. <laughs> you're like, I'll just stick to the bop. I'll stick to the classics. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go to the next song. Ooh, psychedelic. I enjoy this song. Like, the sound of it, I I obviously liked in high school. I think I still kind of like it. But there's a very funny song. Like, you can hear how this song goes, right? Just based on the, the tone and the vocals. There's a part later in the song where he starts listing other, like, popular acts of the time so it's like Courtney Love and Beck and Hanson someone someone Marilyn Manson and it's like you're all fakes come around we'll kick your asses and it's just like what are you guys doing (laughs) that's so funny it's so funny to and like you can hear his voice like there's no like I mean not that you need like bass in your voice to sound threatening or you know whatever but like this sound with his voice, he's like, come around, we'll kick your asses. It's just like, you could tell that was like, he wrote that with the intention of like going in front of a crowd and everybody screaming, yeah, we'll kick your asses. And but why he, would you put it in the CD? Couldn't you just do it on the live version? Well, then they wouldn't know what to sing back if it wasn't in the CD. I see, I see. And then like these guys were thoroughly a one hit wonder. Like this is their only hit. But you still managed to buy the album. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. New Radicals, you got my money. You get what you give, I gave you my money. New Radicals? Yeah, the name of the band was the New Radicals. The song is called You Get What You Give. And you know what? They got my money, which I gave to them. So they were right. And they should have called it You Get What You Get for it. You get. And then you get what you get. For the the price, you get what you get. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Here we go. It has like a little bit of like country on it, but different. Just wait a second. She likes me for me. Here we go. My collection of DVDs. 
Oh man, do you relate? Ah, this is uh, this is my freaking anthem here. <laughs> I like this song. You know what? This is good. I had good taste. Who is this? Uh, Blessed Union of Souls. Do they have anything else but this album? They had a song before this. I think that was a hit. That was a little more like serious, and this was like their fun radio hit. Oh. This song is called oh. uh, Hey Leonardo. Par- parenthetical, she likes me for me. Oh, look at you with your parenthetical themes. Parenthetical theme, parenthetical. Uh oh. <laughs> parenthetical did you, theme. Did you hear these songs on the radio, or were you like one of those folks that would go to the back in the day, y'all? There were here we go brick and mortar stores. Huh? What's that? that? You would go to, and they would have your your record section and your CD section and your even cassette tape section, and you could like. They had like try, try like the new releases. You could try them on and listen to them at the store and see if you want it. Or you know they had those yeah. like, little oh, like man. balls with the CD stuck in it. That was so great. I've only seen that in the in the U.S. Although it might be like a big city thing because mm-hmm. I didn't grow up in a big city. But I've, I spent a lot of time in music stores because my oldest brother is that's his thing. Um, he would just like go for hours looking through like the most like alternative yeah and rock and just like the most obscure shit and i would just like sitting there so i ended up like listening to whatever was on the like wall thing that you could try on were you doing that or were you listening to them on the radio and then buying the album both the other the other thing they used to do in record stores is they'd have these little like in the middle of the cds they would have like headphones and then, like, a little uh, barcode scanner. Yeah. And you would scan the CD, and it would play, like, a preview of the album on the yeah, headphones just like there. Yeah, like, 20 seconds of <clears throat> a song or something yeah. like that. Yeah, I'm yeah, sure, yeah, I'm sure you and I sound, like, 1,000 years old right now. Yes, we do. <laughs> that was, like, that was probably, because I was, like, in middle school when those were still a thing. Yeah. Because, yeah, iTunes and all that and, like, downloaded music started uh, maybe, like, 2005, 2006 or That seems like that. right. So you would get the 20-second bit and be like, sold. $20 for you. Merchant, ring me up, please. I have a, a compact disc to buy. <laughs> And sometimes you were excited because the CD would come with the little like booklet. Uh-huh. I would get, I would be so excited if the booklet actually came with the written lyrics. Oh, same. I was always bummed out when like there was no lyrics and just sort of like pictures of the band or something. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I want to read I the know, lyrics. I know out what loud. they look like. I want to read the lyrics while I'm hearing them. I want to speak them to the CD. Yes, and especially I think I've talked about this before, but especially when I was like being a nerd about teaching myself English and I would like listen to like Jennifer Lopez or the Destiny's Childs or Black Eyed Excuse Peas. Excuse me? The, the like, Destiny's Childs? What? The Destiny's <laughs> Childs? The Destiny's Child? It's just Destiny's Child. Yeah. And I would like listen to the song and pause it and then write it down and then I would check my work with the written booklet. Oh. And if it wasn't, because that was before I had internet, obviously. Liza, that's a real insight into youth, Liza. <laughs> this is, uh, by the way, Harvey Danger is the name of this band. I've heard this. Flagpole Sitta is the name of the song. This is one of those songs I bet would be really fun to do karaoke because I bet like more people in the place you're doing it would know it than you would think. Yes, so it'd be kind of like a fun thing to like do with a bunch of people. It's like the the Sweet Home Alabama thing. Like yeah. the whole bar starts singing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Liza, I have one more song on this playlist. Are you ready to hear it? Yeah. 
The beginning's a little muted. It's not the... Your phone has not broken. I loved this song in high school. I was very disappointed to find that the majority of this album is like much more grungier than this. What is he saying? Wake on my plane? I think awake on my airplane. This is what I picture like young Andrew being like, this is my relaxed music from all my metal listening. Yeah, when I get wiped out from listening too much metal, I... I'm on, chill, you know. I, I have a chill phones, vibe. I put on the phones. I sit in a one of those like elongated chairs. And like the a papasan chair. Like a, like a beach chair. <laughs> Flip down the shades and just chill out, man. I was picturing you in a hammock, but that does the deal as well. The same thing. Yeah. Just flip down the shades, chill out. Got a little like straw hat mm-hmm. over over the shades so it really blocks out the sun. I got a Hawaiian shirt on. I'm a chill dude. <laughs> and the rest like, of this is grunge? Yeah, right? Weird. What is and this then, called? Uh, Filter is the name of the band, and Take oh, a God. Picture is the name of the song. They you, really needed to like check themselves in their band name uh, in like early 2000s. People would run up to me like they have something for me to do, and then they'd see the cover of the CD next to my CD player. They'd be like, ah, it's chilling out. <laughs> Don't bug him. Let him. Let him chill. He's had a, he's had a long day of listening to extreme metal music. Mm-hmm. This song's not terrible. It's not annoying. It's not annoying. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's high on the Liza scale. It's not annoying, says Liza Jolly of the Throwback to School podcast. I'm a harsh judge. People should know this by now. <laughs> well, Liza, that is my playlist. Wow. Are you... So how many out of... Well, how many was that? 11? Uh, 15. 15? Out mm-hmm. of 15, how many would you add to your ongoing hmm. lessons? I'm looking at the playlist right now. I would say for sure six. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Okay. Hey, that's not bad. <laughs> and listening to them again. Uh-huh. After not listening to them for a bit. Oh, so first question is what's your rating on listening to them out of five not annoying boy singing <laughs> lyrics. Uh-huh. Um listening to these songs again, it just it really took me back to to high school Andrew. I was back in his shoes wearing colorful sunglasses and and graphic t-shirts walking around with a messenger bag and listening to my disc man. I would give the the songs as a whole because there are some songs that I will genuinely re-listen to and some songs that will go back in the in the Drew Dog vault never to be unearthed again. Three, out of three annoying or not annoying singers out of uh, five. Nice. What about Would you, you, Liza? Oh, uh, it was five out of five because it's always a grand time to spend with you, Andrew. Whoa, Liza. My God! <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Um, are you so you're only gonna add the the bop songs, or are you gonna try to listen to the albums at all? The for bops. Any of these? 
Only the bops. The ones I'm gonna I think I'm only gonna go with the songs that kind of slap. You know what I mean? <laughs> that kind of what now? Uh, uh I don't know. Say well, that again. Uh, hold on. What is that? Is that Fernando? I hear. <laughs> Fernando, you're here so early. Fernando's, Fernando's rescuing me from having to say uh, anything contemporary again. Dude, Fernando's a bop. <laughs> Classic. Dude, the flutes and Fernando friggin' slap. Uh, Fernando, what's up, my dude? I don't know who sings that Fernando song, but they Gucci. But they're Gucci. <laughs> um, yo, the voice on Fernando, friggin' pop pops. Um, <laughs> Liza, so uh, for the surprise prize this yeah. week, this is the last episode that will come out before it is time to vote. Oh. And as people who have listened have known, we have been... Uh, getting in your ears about making sure that you vote. That's right. So a lot of states have been doing early voting, but this episode will have come out. It'll be the last episode before November 3rd. Mm-hmm. So my surprise prize to you, the listeners, and to you, Liza, is I want you to think about what you're going to do, one, to vote, but also what you're, this is very important. Think about what you're going to do on election day. Because election mm-hmm. day is going to be extremely stressful. It is going to be a day filled with anxiety. We don't know, like, the end of election day, we may not even have results because of how things are going. So what I would like for people to do, and I'm going to give to you what my plan is for election day, is not just have a plan for how you're going to vote, but have a plan for how you're going to cope with (laughs) election day and have that in mind so you're not surprised day of. So me and a group of friends are planning to have an all-day marathon of either movies or TV shows. We're going to pre-plan out our marathon and just sort of, you know, if we have the time, look at, you know, election results, but not be glued to our phones in that way or glued to, you know, CNN or MSNBC or, you know, whatever news channel and just kind of be able to check in, but have your attention be somewhere else because it's going. you're going to have a lot of anxiety. These results are going to come in. Things are going to go back and forth. So check in as much as you feel like is healthy for you. But for me, I know that if I am checking my phone all day, I'm going to have a lot of anxiety. So therefore, I'm putting a plan in place to make sure my mind is somewhere else during the day but also giving myself some time to check in. So that is my plan for election day. Also for voting, I have filled out my ballot. I'm dropping it off at an election drop box or a ballot drop box uh, either tomorrow or Monday. So I will have voted by, by the time this comes out, I will have already voted. So everybody out there, make your plans for voting, but also make your plans for election day. Liza, do you have any plans for election day? That's a great question. Uh, I actually came back from vacation yesterday and my ballot was in my mailbox. And today uh, we filled them out and they're sealed and they're waiting to be picked up by the mail person on Monday. So same here. By the time this episode comes out, I will have voted. Yay. Yay. Um, This ballot is... If you're voting in Washington, this ballot is pretty easy, I thought. There's uh, a lot of approves and maintains, but yeah, a lot of uh, maintains and approved and uh, presidential should be pretty straightforward at this point. Um, And then the few other ones, uh, it was easy to either look up the stranger or other medias for progressive some, voting like, guide whatever yeah. yeah um and also your your pamphlet that comes at your house um is helpful and a quick google search honestly it's not that hard um yeah there are so i mean it, so if you are a washington voter especially in in king county 
Um, there are some interesting races that are between two. There, so there are some obvious races. Let's just say that there are some mm-hmm. obvious choices in some races, president, <laughs> um, governor. <clears throat> but there are some, you know, lieutenant governor is a toss up. Um, yeah. In our in our district, the uh, state seat is an interesting race. So there there are ones where you have two good candidates. Yeah. Um, that that you should do some research on and, and kind of make your decision based on what they represent. And this goes for everybody wherever you are, even if you're not in Washington or in King County. Um, but yeah, there, again, there are some that are very obvious choices, um, but there are some that require a little bit of research, but I think you'll be glad to do it. Yes, I agree. I think the, the ones that we weren't sure about after, you know, a few seconds um, and we did a quick search. And then even after the quick search, it seems like, like for um, state Supreme judges, like I honestly don't know shit about that. Same. Like I, I have opinions about our, uh, you know, justice system. And I've, I've le- heard horrible stories about it in general but ultimately I am not an expert. And so I, my recommendation, if anybody feels the same as me, when it comes to like picking between two folks that seem like, okay, they, they both seem like they can do the job. Like, I don't know. Um, what I, what I just look at is I like looking at the pamphlet because I think it's important to look at what they want to portray themselves as and then do a little bit of research to see like things maybe they didn't include in in what how to present themselves right so get a little bit of like maybe two different sides of the coin or whatever um but then also think about like what they might be bringing to the table that is different uh and and the top priorities that they talked about in their little bit i think is important yeah and that that's more of like a personal preference. Like your my top three priorities of things that I think need to need huge change or huge support might not be Andrew's top three and that's okay. Yep. But if if that's what you've got to come down to to make a decision between two pretty good candidates, then that's that's fine. Yeah. Um and anyway my I don't have a particular plan for uh election day i've it's a good question i need to make a plan i've thought about taking the day after off uh i did not do that last time and i it was terrible Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to be at work yep well i i guess it's a 50 50 in 2016 it was it felt terrible to have to go to work but it was also but i was very appreciated i was very appreciative of the fact that I went to a job place with you Andrew where everybody was feeling the same grief and the same sorrow and the same shock and anger and all of the feels and even our customers were pretty on our page and it was very quiet and so I do feel like with retrospect, having people around you that are going to be there with you through it mm-hmm. was a good idea. It yeah. was, it definitely helped in like being by yourself in the corner and feeling completely overwhelmed. Hopefully we don't have to do that again in yeah. a couple of weeks, but we also have to be prepared for reality. Yeah. Um, and that means to surround you with things that are going to help you with that. Yes. So if um, that means you got to make sure that whoever you're living with is with you that day or that evening. Great. Um, I'm thinking about taking the day off or working from home. Uh, not that my workplace is different than the last workplace I was at, but I, the job I have requires me to be pretty even keel yeah and so uh, i if i can escape uh difficult interactions i yeah. might try to do that um the other thing i'd like to impart on people is the polls are looking good for what people like me and liza want 
<laughs> do not get complacent. Do not let that be a harbinger of like, well, I guess I don't need to do it. Don't sit it out. If you feel strongly, if you, you know, like don't don't feel content just because polls are looking good. Mm-hmm. Um, don't sit this out and wonder what if. Just do it. Yeah. Also, it's not because like we're in a historically blue state. Yet that doesn't mean like my vote doesn't count. Right. And and I think and because there there's also like a lot of things on this ballot that personally I had no idea there was going to be that many things to to look at this and is, look yeah. up and say yes or no on. So beyond a like major federal thing that we all need to do. There are other things in there that are more local that are also just as important and maybe more important in terms of immediate impact yeah. um, to you and your neighbors. Um, and like I said before, every time you think that your vote doesn't count, think about the people that can't actually vote. Yeah. yeah. There are a lot of folks out there that live similar lives as us and cannot vote. They're yeah. just not allowed. So... Um, do it for them. If yep. you think like it's not, it doesn't matter to you. It's not going to impact your life. Just think about who it might impact instead of yourself. Um, either your neighbors, your friends, your coworkers, your family members. Yeah. Um, and yeah. So good question. Thank you. I will make my plan. Thank you. Firm. Um, one thing you could also do on election day to distract yourself is subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash good talk studio and get yourself some of our bonus episodes. Maybe you can distract yourself all day listening to us. That's right. And There's you can also... All the, all the bonuses are archived on there. You that's can right. go back all the way for like almost a year or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. And you can go to our Instagram page, instagram.com slash throwbacktoschool and look at all of our pickies. <laughs> pickies! And go to our Twitter, twitter.com slash tbtschool and we'll tweet some stuff on there too. So you got some content to look up on election day to distract yourself. And you know what? See you tomorrow. That's right. Bye-bye. We got our bad and good jokes. Tomorrow. <laughs> okay see you tomorrow goodbye